right. Hi, everybody. This is TJ Pittenger. We are here for the first ever edition of the Rising Spear podcast, a new podcast brought to you by risingspear.com. If you're checking this out, if you're listening to it, if you're watching us, uh, we would certainly encourage you to go to risingspear.com, become a member today so that you can give back to FSU student athletes. If you have any questions, shoot us an email at info at risingspear.com. You can also go to the frequently asked questions part of the website to get some of those questions answered. But we are joined today by FSU offensive lineman Caden Lyles. Caden, how you doing today? Doing quite well. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for taking the time and sitting down and doing this. Yes, um, a little bit of a different position that you find yourself in. We'll get to some of that stuff here in a little bit. But regardless, five days away from the season, are you excited? Oh, yeah, definitely excited. seems surreal, especially uh, coming in since January. kind of seems like a long time ago, but time sure does fly. Yeah, no doubt. We want to get to some of the stuff that you have going on, a little bit about your journey here. But I want to start with I'll, I'll lobby a couple softballs, right? I know you're a football guy, but uh well something about tell something interesting about you. The average fan just you know may or may not know. I know you're newer to Tallahassee, but tell something kind of off the wall or fun or you go um, any way you want. I think uh a lot of people don't know I uh cut my own hair as well as uh I cut hair in general. So um Story kind of goes, my, my dad's been cutting my hair since I was ever able to get cuts. And so rarely stepped foot into a barbershop. And freshman year of high school, I kind of knew that um, I could save money for myself. So I tried to learn how to do it. And so practice on some kids in high school and then kind of got pretty good at it. So everywhere I went, I uh, has been cutting the team, my team <laughs> and whatnot and stuff. And um gotten to a point where now I could cut my own hair and, and everything. So that's one of those fun things. That's pretty cool. Um, speaking of hair, you've got a killer beard. If, if you guys are listening to this, I really do pity you. Like you should go find the the version on YouTube or Twitter or wherever. Um, do you have, I mean, who has the next best beard? Like you have the best beard on the team. You go back and forth to Dylan on that. Or like you guys are oh, like, who's next? Dylan definitely, I would say has a pretty strong beard. His is nice, long, thick. Um, but yeah, no, he definitely takes care of it. He uses uh different beard oils and stuff. I don't, so but yeah, got a little competition with that. I've seen him like looking for like NIL deals with his like beard stuff, like trying to get like different beard oils and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So it's pretty crazy. So um, okay, another another softball, and then we'll get kind of into some some meat of this. But uh, do you have a favorite local place to eat in Tallahassee? Like I'm a food guy, and you're yeah. an offensive lineman, so like I figure you got to be a food guy too. Yeah, um, my. Favorite spot is uh, Ted's Montana Grill, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love uh, bison, and they got bison steaks, burgers, and stuff, so I love that stuff. Yeah, I've only been once, but I got a bison uh, ribeye or something there the last time I was there. It was fantastic. So a lot more lean um, than Cal. So I like it. I like Ted's. Yeah, way up by the interstate. So, um, okay, here's something I found interesting. We'll jump into this. Um, you started your career at defensive end. Mm -hmm. You hear about guys flipping positions, but it's not like super common in, in sports. But like, how do you end up from defensive end to, over to center? Like, talk to talk us through that transition and how crazy was that? So, yeah, that was a pretty interesting story. I, um, so I went to Wisconsin as an offensive lineman, got recruited as offensive lineman, signed as offensive lineman. Um, and then I got redshirted. And that's a pretty typical route as a offensive lineman. So, um yeah, I got redshirted, 
and uh, went through that whole route, trying to learn the scheme and everything. And then I early enrolled, so I already went through a spring ball, fall camp, and season, and then went through another spring ball and summer conditioning. And about two weeks before camp started, we had a little too many injuries on D-line. And so I got brought up to the offices and they asked me if I could play D-line. And I said, whatever works for the team. And so learned the playbook in two weeks, had fall camp to learn how to play. And then, um, yeah, went out on the field and then was a 320-pound. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun, but it was definitely a lot of experiences that I got out of it. Do you like uh, – I mean, obviously you came back to the offensive side. Do you like being on the offensive side, scoring the ball? Do you like stopping – you like, you know, hitting people on the other side? What do you like better? Um, I definitely love O-line way better. Uh, yeah. Just like the anchor or all the stuff that goes into uh, being an offensive lineman, especially a center, learning the playbook, sure. kind of being like the quarterback of the line. That stuff's really fun to me, being able to see defenses and reading defenses. But that was the one big thing that I enjoyed about D-line is that I was able to understand that side of the ball way better. Sure. Got to understand the points of like blitzes and what you're trying to accomplish what as a D lineman, what you're trying to fit and what you're trying to do in each individual play, depending on what they're giving you understanding defenses, different types of uh, uh, understanding offensive formations and seeing stuff differently. So it definitely helped me when I went back on offense to be able to take proper footwork and understand what a D lineman is trying to accomplish. Now that I was back on O line. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Um, talk us through, you spent several years in, at Wisconsin, grew up in Wisconsin. Talk us through your decision to come to Florida State and uh, why you ended up committing here, like you said, and, and got here in January. Yeah, so I uh, just wanted to look for new opportunities. And so when I entered the portal, um, Florida State was one of the first to contact me. And uh, so I spoke with Coach Atkins, and he was uh, a very different coach than – what I've normally experienced and have talked to. Um, now, like being into it, like I definitely made one of the best decisions and I absolutely love him. Everything that he's done for myself as well as everybody else, just seeing the way that he interacts with kids um, is phenomenal. And so the main reason was coach Atkins and his style of coaching and what he brought to the table, but also coach Norvell, um, while I was out in Arizona for high school, I was getting recruited by ASU at the time, and Coach Norvell was uh, a part of that staff. And so we kind of had a prior connection with that. And so kind of just coming here was kind of just reconnecting that bridge. Yeah, that's awesome. We hear a lot about Coach Atkins, and there's a lot of coaches out there that tell you how how uh, how great you are. Oh, this, you know, you're, and he kind of does the opposite at times. Like, this is what you need to get better at, and I'm going to make you better at doing this and the, the word that continues to come back about coach Atkins and coach Norvell and, and most of the staff, but the word that continues to come back is just how genuine they are and oh, like yeah. how real they are as people. Without a doubt. Yeah. Co uh, coach Atkins, he keeps it real. He gives you everything 100% straightforward, uh, everything that you need to work on the whole staff in general, coach Norvell, he has the best interest for the team and everybody on it. Uh, the strength staff, I love them to death. Coach Storms, Coach Farns, uh, all of them. 
They're great, phenomenal people. They've been working with me, getting my strength up and everything, um, seeing very high improvements in short periods of times. And so, um, and then the, the rest of the coaching staff, like I could go up to the office and talk to every single one of them. They definitely genuinely care about each player, um, even all the way to the, um, the athletic trainers and the academic services. Everybody in that facility is phenomenal. Yeah. That's awesome. Love to hear that. Um, spring ball comes around and you are in a battle with uh, Mo. You're in a battle with, with Marie Smith. Um, can mm -hmm. you talk about, you know, and he's a little banged up here now too, but can you talk a, a little bit about your, uh, your relationship with him? And, you know, they, they always say iron sharpens iron, right? To be cliche, but you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're cheering for him at the same time. You're trying to beat him out and he's trying to do the same thing for you. Exactly. Um, can you talk to us about that, uh, the battles with Maurice in, in spring and, or I'm sorry. Yeah. In spring. And then, you know, a little bit in fall before the injury. Yeah. So when I came in, you know, I was a new guy and, um, but what I loved about this group is that they accepted me with full arms right away. They, uh, they brought me in and treated me like I was there forever. And so, you know, it gave me a little different perspective on the way that I work with them and, uh, the way that I approached each day, you know, being in competition with somebody that it is what it is, no matter what, everybody's going to try to get that number one spot. Um, it's just what you have to do at this level or any level, but creating a, a friendship along that way was very important. You know, uh, now at this point, you know, being in this situation, I feel that he trusts me to be able to come to me if he has anything that, you know, schematically wise that we need to go through same thing with anybody else on the team like we talk about stuff we go through stuff just because we built that trust with that relationship um fall camp gets here pre-injury how did you think your fall camp was going before you did end up going down we'll talk about the injury in a minute but how do you yeah. think things were going for you i think it was going pretty well um you know i fully finally got a full grasp of the offense and what we were trying to accomplish and so i was able to play more freely and, um, yeah, I think I was making great strides and being able to earn that spot and everything and uh, making great connections with everybody, uh, how to communicate and whatnot. And, yeah, just getting honing in on my technique and everything. But then, yeah, then the injury came. So we won't dwell on this too much, but I do want to ask you, we'll keep it, keep it pretty real here. Um, you've had some time to digest it now, right? And I know that it's probably still not your favorite thing in the world to happen, but um, talk us through the emotions that you felt just kind of immediately after. And um, once you kind of realize that, man, this, you know, football is not going to be, I'm not going to be on the field um, yeah. this year and, and kind of how you've been dealing with it since, since the, uh, since you knew. Yeah. So um, when it happened, I kind of knew something happened just based on the initial feel of it, but I didn't really think anything too, uh, too big of it. You know, I never hit the ground or anything, so I, like, stayed up while it happened. And so, you know, I was walking off, and I was like, you know, I could get through this. I've been through injuries before and everything. And then um, so I was like, you know, I, I might just be out for maybe a couple of days or a week or so. So um, went to rehab and everything. I still lifted, still did all that kind of stuff. But uh, right after practice, got the MRI, and then, uh, later that night, I found out the news that I needed to undergo surgery. And so that's when I knew that the season was going to end. And 
Yeah, immediately broke down, obviously, and, you know, kind of went through those emotions. But um, I gave myself about 10, 20 minutes to dwell on it. But then I knew that I have to move forward. There was no other choice. And so the way that I'm kind of approaching everything now is um, trying to just be like a coach at this point for everybody, sure. uh, be around the guys go to meetings, take notes and everything. Uh, still ask the same questions I normally would. Um, take notes for other guys as well, making sure that they know what, they're ne- what they need to do. And then uh, being on the field with them, any questions that they ask, you know, I could be a third coach to them for them to come and ask me if uh, they feel comfortable coming to me and asking me about stuff. So, you know, just the mindset that I have for this year is to – you know, just be a coach for the guys and just be there for them as much as I can. Um, I want to follow up one thing you said there about giving yourself like 10, 20 minutes. I, uh, you're definitely tougher than me because like when Duncan like messes up my coffee order, I, I don't even get over that in like 10 to 20 minutes. So <laughs> the fact that you got over a season ending injury that quick, uh, you know, hats off to you, but you were talking about the decision to stay with the program and a lot of what you plan to do this year, and trying to be there for the guys um, I don't think anybody would have blamed you if you would have just said, dude, I, I can't believe this. I'm I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to go home and, and spend some time with my family. I'm going to move back up north. Like you don't live like 15 minutes from here, right? Like, so yeah. um, talk just about, I mean, you, you talked about the what and what you're going to be trying to do with the team, but why? Why, why was that your decision and why did you choose to stick around? Um, well, you know, just kind of keeping it real, you know, I've been – in college for a minute now. And so when I kind of had one of these realizations uh, a while ago, even like before the injury and, uh, you know, all seniors say it and stuff like, you know, time flies, all that kind of stuff. But I was looking at a couple of freshmen like Julian and Kanaya and Sap and all of them. And like, I'll look at them and I'll be like, man, like if I just could just go back and switch places right now, like I would. Like, I would just love to just, like, redo this whole process again and just feel everything that I went through, the ups, the downs, and everything, like, just because it was so much fun. And so when the injury came, I was like, you know, I need to be there for them. I can't go away and dwell on it, you know. Going home was never, like, an option for that, or being away from the team was never an option for me. So, you know, I just wanted to – be able to give the experiences that I've learned throughout the years and the places that I've been and just be able to hand those things down to the younger guys and, or anybody that's seeking that kind of help. Just, you know, I got knowledge that I can give to people and I don't know why not to be able to give it to them. Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, appreciate you talking through that. I know, again, it's not the, it's probably not your favorite subject, but I, I will say, I think a lot of Seminole Nation, has a, a newfound respect for you for you know you sticking around and, and being there for the young guys because that's what it's all about. Like we've talked with guys on the 2012 team and and they've talked about how um, they feel like that national championship in 2013 was partially theirs because they laid the foundation. And so that's what you're doing, right? You're laying the foundation for those guys that are young and uh, will be here for years and years to come. So um, again, brought to you by RisingSpear.com. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, go to RisingSpear.com when we finish up here today. And get some of your questions answered. If you're not a member, we would certainly encourage you to go and contribute. 
helps out athletes like Caden and uh, most of the athletes on FSU's campus that are now working with Rising Spear. So appreciate them and appreciate their support for this. I got a couple more and then we'll get you out of here, man. I appreciate your time. Um, man, thoughts on the team this year? I know, I know that, you know, you've gone down. There's some other guys that are banged up here and there. Um, but uh, overall, exited camp relatively healthy. Knock on wood, I, you know, camp injuries are the worst. I know you, you're living that. But what are your thoughts on the team, man? What, what are we going to get for, from the Seminoles this year? Um, I think you're going to get a whole different team. Uh, you know, just the drive that everybody has, you know, from top down. You know, you got the D linemen like Fabo and Coop and just their drive and the work that I saw from the winter until now and yeah. the tenacity that they bring each and every day. You know, people like Dylan, Moe, um, like linebackers like Amari, uh, Lundy. Uh, running back group, everybody, like, you know, like we all want the same thing and, and we just feel like it's our time. You know, that's just what we've been saying every single day is like, it's our time now. Like we just need to go out and just do it. No more talking, just do. And so um, I just love the mindset of this team. Very little complaining about what we have to do and just constant work. Like people aren't shying away from work. I've never seen a team like that before. You know, they go out every single day in this heat and just go on full speed no matter what it is through a sprint for winter conditioning, a squat, or a play, full speed, pads on, just hitting each other. Like, everybody just has a drive to be able to do what they want to do. So just love it. Yeah, I love that. I know that I know the fans are super excited for it. I know they're excited to – Get back. Like I say we have Duquesne this weekend. It'd be cool for you to experience that that first game in Doak. I want to ask you this though, and I'm not trying to give anybody any uh, bulletin board material, but being from Wisconsin, you you guys played Miami a couple of times not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're so familiar with the the big three rivalries that you know everybody gets really really ate up into. Is there a team? You're not on the field, right? So I, you yeah. know maybe nobody will be pinning this, but is there a is there one of those two rivals, or maybe there's another game on the schedule like LSU or something? Is there a game you're really looking forward to being at this year, and, and really just kind of have pinned like that's one that I'm I'm excited for. I'm excited for the LSU one to be completely honest. Um, that one's earlier on. And, uh, you know, never looking past an opponent. You know, we need to handle our business this week with Duquesne. An opponent's an opponent. A play is a play, regardless of who the the logo is or who's lining up across. But um, really excited for the LSU game. Just a whole different team, whole different experience. We, We get to just go out on the field and just be who we are and be able to showcase that. And so it'll be a true test to all the work that we put in. Um, also excited for the Miami game and the Florida game. Yeah. Both those games are going to be phenomenal. Um, I think that we'll, we'll be ready for them. Awesome. Well, we're excited to get there. We're, you know, just a couple of days away from kickoff now against Duquesne. I'm, I've told a bunch of people this, but I'm bringing my four-year-old up. Um, okay. so it'll be her first game in Doak. Um, so a ton of fun. And then I'll be in New Orleans the next week and actually Louis, uh, Louisville. Uh, the the two weeks after that. So excited to see you guys out on the field, man. Uh, Caden, thank you so much for for taking some time and chatting with us tonight. Again, we wish you all the best in, in recovery and health and appreciate you sticking around uh, with FSU. And, and we wish you the best of luck going forward in the future. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. 
Again, guys, brought to you by Rising Spear. You can go to risingspear.com and become a member today. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you want to get any clarity on anything, go to the frequently asked questions. You can also submit uh, the get info or the uh, contact us link there on the main page. Caden, again, we appreciate you. We can't wait to see uh, the team and let's go Knowles. Yes, sir.